0: If you have a dream, of course everyone wants it faster, but like, does it really matter if it came three years later, like on a certain lot, like, doesn't it matter more if it never happens at all? Right. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. Hey, Queen, how are you? I am coming to you with a cool podcast episode that I will get to in just a moment, but I am at day... One of a three-day cleanse that Glenn and I are doing, um, almost at the end of day one. And I feel relieved. Um, We just got back from an awesome vacation in Northern Michigan at the time that I'm recording this, and we were in full-blown vacation mode. I'm talking caramel corn, ice cream, no intermittent fasting to be anywhere in sight, eating lunch and dinner and just... Rose in the afternoon. It was so divine. And coming home, it's also packed down a few pounds and some puffiness. So we do these cleanses periodically just to kind of really restore, do a reset, a pattern interrupt, give our bodies a break. And if it, it feels good, it feels good. I just know that though I never had like major, major like food issues and never had an eating disorder or super emotional eating or or whatever. Um, But I used to think that any kind of a cleanse or working out and like making my body a priority, it just wasn't fun for me. I didn't have the consciousness around it and the mentality for it. Um, I thought it was a bore. I thought it was just so unfun. And if anyone's in that place, I just I hope that today's episode can help you create a different choice because when I made a decision that I was going to get in the best shape of my life, lose weight in a pleasurable way, I just, like it happened and it happened easily. And now I'm consistently, I mean, I'm not like a super perfectionist. I'm sure you've seen on Instagram uh, by any stretch. Like I I let myself do vacation mode and I don't beat myself up over it at all. Then I'm like, I maintain working out pretty much throughout it. So it doesn't get too, too cray cray. And, and then I do these periodic resets. So I'm like in a really great place with my body. I know that if I splurge a little, then I, you know, will do this reset and I actually look forward to it. Actually look forward to it. I, I you know, most days I even look forward to working out. I think what I really am proud of is that I'm just prioritizing me when for so many years I had so much drama around it. I created excuses and if that's going on for you, I get it, I have compassion for you and I know that you deserve to, you know, prioritize yourself and feel really great in your body also. So I invited my dear friend, former client also, Steph Mansour to come on our show today. And she is such a, she's like joy in a bottle. You're just gonna love today's episode. And if you don't already know Steph, she is a nationally recognized health and fitness expert, host of Step It Up With Steph on American Public Television. You can actually see her health, fitness, food, and lifestyle TV show on PBS nationwide. I'm so proud of her that I knew that this was just such a dream for so long and she's went and done it. Um, Steph has also been on the Today Show, Dr. Oz, CNN, Fox New York, ABC Chicago. I mean, she's like such a, a media mogul. So we do get into manifesting some media tips here because I'm personally fascinated with what she's done there. So for those of you entrepreneurs that are interested in that, you're going to love um, hearing how she got on the Today Show and, and um You know, it's just some really, really cool um, results she's gotten. I mean, for those of you that have, if you've got a lot of weight to lose, she's like helped a client lose almost 90 pounds in three months. I mean, this woman is just full of power and passion and love and knowledge. I'm so excited if you don't already um, know her to get to know my friend Stephanie Mansour in today's episode. Steph, it is such a joy to have you on the Divine Living Podcast. We've known each other for what, over 10 years now? Yes. And my goodness, you, my friend, are such an inspiration about a woman who has had a dream gone for it. So we're going to talk about some of these career like mega superstar successes that you've hit on. Um, But first, I want to actually talk about what I think most people know you to be an expert in, which is personal training, weight loss, all things women's empowerment in the form of physical self-care. So first of all, welcome to the Divine Living Podcast.
1: Thank you. I'm so honored to be here because I have been listening to every episode since day one.
0: (laughs) Oh, so, so good. Thank you for the extra downloads there. I appreciate it. So, um, you know, I've been pretty public about my somewhat recent journey into really prioritizing physical fitness and just really having fun, getting into the best shape of my life. I'm actually, at the time that we're recording this, I've got not one, but two glasses of water because I'm on <laughs> day one of a three-day cleanse on top of it all right now. I do those periodically. Um, and... Let's, and I, you know, obviously weight loss is such a big topic amongst women and you have always been physically fit, always been healthy. How did you first become a, let's let's get the backstory first and then we'll dive into the tips, but how did you become a personal trainer and why?
1: Yeah. Everyone's like, Oh my God, you look so great. You don't know anything about, you know, working out or going on a diet or whatever, but you know, I grew up as a tomboy. I loved playing sports. I was always in great shape because I was always doing tons of cardio and eating healthy to fuel, you know, my athleticism, but it wasn't until I got to college and I gained the freshman 15 and then 20 and then 25. And I was also on anxiety medication, migraine medication, sleeping pills. I was throwing my back out every week and the chiropractor character's office, and I just couldn't stop eating and I wasn't excited to exercise. So it wasn't until I holistically transformed my life and, you know, kind of became my own first client that I started to really understand what being healthy and active meant and how it could be a fun part of my life um, outside of, you know, traditional recreational sports and being an athlete um, and being part of my life as an adult. So I started doing yoga that helped with my breathing and mindfulness, self-acceptance, my sleep, my anxiety. I started doing Pilates that helped with my low back pain, strengthening my core, taking pressure off my back. I stopped counting calories on sticky notes and trying to eat as little as possible during the day and then binge eating at night. I started to eat protein and vegetables and fruit. Uh, And then I started viewing my workout as my own personal pump up time. So I would make myself playlists and, and I would use that as kind of like, okay, let, let's get to it. I'm strong, I'm tough. And, and it feels good to sweat out all the crap, if you mm-hmm, will. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did to, um, you know, get into enjoying being healthy and, and working out.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So clearly you've gone through a transformation, but let's back up the bus. So how much weight did you gain during that time? Like 25 how old pounds. 25 pounds. Yeah. And how long did it take you to release it?
1: Um, just, you know, honestly, just a few months, once I, right. moved, I got all these pieces together and found what worked, um, it wasn't that hard. It it was more so the mental struggle that had I, me tripped up for years. I
0: cannot believe it. And if you're sitting there looking at, well, she was young when she did yeah. that and whatever stop because I'm 48 years old and it was a decision yeah. for me. It's like, and once I dropped the drama, uh-huh. it like, I, and, and just chose to not believe that because I'm over 40 or 45 that it was going to be hard and take a long time. It doesn't. It doesn't. Right. When, when you find what's right for you. So let's, and I don't mean to like not have compassion because I, you know, I didn't have like like a ton of excess weight, but, you know, I had enough excess weight that I just kept telling myself these lies that, well, I have to deprive myself and I have to work out all the time. I have to do all these things that I hate to lose the weight that I'm like a little bit uncomfortable with. Right. So what advice do you have for women who are in a psychological, basically believing the lie that I was believing?
1: Yeah, and I love how you're, you know, you speak about that too, Gina, because it's very relatable. And what I say oftentimes is that the diet industry has us duped. We are taught to believe that
0: we... <laughs> I'm telling you, you people in the health industry, it could make it a lot easier for the rest of us, but keep going, Steph.
1: No, I mean, the diet industry has us duped and we are taught to believe that we need to do deprivation, and count calories, and do high-intensity interval training workouts that don't even feel good and leave us feeling really sore and sometimes even injured in order to lose weight. And what I believe is that we really need to take a more holistic approach. And you know, to your point of the masculine versus the feminine, the do, the solve, the organize versus the feminine, the be, the feeling, the relaxing... That's something that I work with with weight loss as well with my clients, because all these systems and structures are so masculine. And PS, that's why I don't work with men. Men are very simplistic. If a guy wants to lose 20 pounds, I know someone doesn't eat breakfast, eats a bag of broccoli for lunch and eats a sandwich from 7-Eleven for dinner, runs two miles every morning. He dropped 15 pounds in less than two weeks and and keeps it off because that's what he does. But women, it's like we're much more hormonal, number one, emotional for the most part. And there is kind of all that drama, if you will, around prioritizing and making a decision and stepping up and stepping into the person and the the habits that you want to be and create in your life. So really meshing that, you know, feminine side, like the feeling, the energy and doing what feels best for you helps us combat that, what I think is a, a negative mindset in the diet industry.
0: It is, it was so counterintuitive for me. I just totally believed I couldn't have pasta or pizza. I have to give up wine. I'd have to do all these like military type workout things that I would hate. And when I did all that stuff, A, it didn't work. I either didn't lose weight or I gained weight. And, yeah. but like the weight would not budge when I did all that. So then I felt like a failure. And now it's like, I was just talking to my trainer and I was, I've been on like vacation and I was, and I was like, I'm like, I have no business eating what I'm eating. Like, and, and I was not gaining a I wasn't losing weight, but I wasn't like yeah. a weight loss mode then. I mean, I should have been gaining. So, and he said, it's because you're just happy. He's like, you're not holding on to stress and emotions and stuff. And so, so talk to us about, I I want to, something I'm interested in, talk to us about hormones. Like what, I I think like it's like thrown out there a lot and women being hormonal and hormones and, and weight gain or weight loss or like, what's the deal?
1: Yeah. It's a great question. So for me, when I talk to a lot of women, a lot of my private weight loss clients are women, you know, 35 to 55 or 60. Um, They may be approaching perimenopause or in menopause. And I have a doctor of naturopathy who's a doctor of nutrition that works with all my private weight loss clients to analyze their hormone levels and their blood work and see if there's anything medically wrong. Maybe we need supplements. Maybe we need an estrogen patch or, you know, whatever. Um, but you know bare bones hormones what I talk about mostly is is stress and so when we have elevated stress our body hangs on to fat especially around our midsection and the love handles and it makes it near impossible to lose weight and to reduce cortisol levels when you're working out like a maniac, when you are stressing and taxing your body. It also makes it almost impossible to lose weight when you're starving yourself. Your body never knows when it's going to get fed. So your hormones are all out of whack because you never know when you're going to throw it a bone or not. So cortisol is a really big uh, hormonal issue that I work with my clients on because just as it is important to exercise obviously, it's also equally important to sleep. Just as it's important to do cardio for your heart health, it's also important to do yoga or meditation or breathing or go on a nice walk to reduce the cortisol levels. So knowing that it's not just what you eat and how you move your body, but also the the strategies and the reasons behind it help us combat that hormonal weight gain or weight loss stagnation. Um, also, you know, I talk a lot about emotional, like you had mentioned, like um, emotional stuff going on. So if you're constantly, you know, negative and berating yourself and and thinking that something's wrong with you, you know, that's, what's going to show up in your life. And that's how you're going to treat food and fitness and sleep. So Mm -hmm. if you can think that your body knows the answers, if you just either, you know, a seek out a coach that can help guide you or a doctor, but also b listen to yourself. So Mm -hmm. if something's working, you know, for Gina and it's not working for Gina's friend, then like nothing's wrong with your friend. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't work for her, you know? Mm -hmm. So we're all different and honoring like the hormonal differences and, you know, even PMS cravings, you're not going to gain weight by giving into PMS cravings, you know, for five days out of the month. Like that's, that's not why. So just kind of like debunking those hormone myths, but also, um, You know, validating the the cortisol one, especially.
0: You know, it's so interesting to me how much I realize that to be successful is not really what we, like how to be successful is not what we've been told. It's like, it's the same in business and the same in weight loss. Like, you know, we think that we're supposed to eat carrot sticks and work out all the time and that's not what it is. And, and people think that to be successful in business or make a lot of money that you have to work 18 hours a day and do all this stuff that you hate. And it's like, the more, what I'm hearing you say is like, the more we go into pleasure, like, and being, and listening to our bodies, like, and, and letting different things work for different people. The same goes in business, P.S. Like one person can do a webinar and crush it. You know, I can't stand webinars and haven't done one successful one yet, but I've created a lot of success doing it in a feminine way that's really pleasurable for me. And so I did that. I've done the same with weight loss. Um, I will say this. I went to my holistic doctor and I don't know what she did, but she balanced my hormones and- Like all like the stuff I was doing before, like I was doing like starving myself, doing the 500 calorie, was it the HGC diet? And I've done like the, um, I didn't do a a ton. It hasn't been a massive thing with me, but none of like the stuff that works like the Kate Middleton diet, like none of that stuff worked for me. And once I got my hormones balanced and I, for me, I do intermittent fasting because that I don't care about eating during the day and I want to eat whatever I want at night. Mm-hmm. And I do, and it works. And then yeah. every now and again, I'll do, like, a reset because I just got back from a vacation. So it's, like, it's time to just do, like, a straight-up cleanse reset. Yeah. But I actually, like, Glenn and I were doing it together, and we actually enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I can't eat. It's, like, I don't <laughs> know. It's, like, it's it's all just become really pleasurable. Yeah. So
1: Like, you look forward to coming back and being able to get into that routine. And that's something I talk about too with my clients. I mean, you know, you go on a vacation, what do the celebs do? They go on vacation, they come back, they're on a detox, you know, they they come off of a movie set, they eat normally, whatever they want. I mean, it's all like, it doesn't have to be the same exact thing every single day and in every environment you're in. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, just to circle back to the hormone stuff, Gina, when, when you get your body used to eating nutrients, nutritious food and nourishing yourself, that's, that helps us balance the hormones you know not just the stress reduction but also getting so that the blood sugar levels are stable like this We're, we're up here at this higher level instead of having these peaks and valleys the up down up down where we have some sugar or we have carbs and then we crash and then we come back up we have an apple which is not a complete snack we have an apple full of sugar albeit healthy sugar and then we crash and that wreaks havoc on our hormones, and also on our body's ability to lose weight. So one of the most basic tips I give people, if you're not going to go see, you know, a doctor to help with this hormone balancing, um, but eat protein with a fruit or a vegetable every three to four hours and help stabilize your blood sugar levels so that you can stay on top of that mountain instead of hitting those peaks and valleys and, and wreaking havoc on your body.
0: Beautiful. 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 So and we'll put all the links in the show notes about how people can work with you one on one and you know get a hold of you if they would like your support. Let's um before I switch gears though, tell me about a success story. Tell me about one of your favorite clients and like where she came in at and what the the, yeah. the process was so people can get an experience of what it's like to work with you.
1: Great question. I actually have two favorite um, success stories. So the first one is um, I was cast to be on a reality TV show in Chicago and it was a weight loss show. And my client, I coached her to lose almost 90 pounds in just three months. And for her- Is that even physically possible? It is without any diets or gimmicks, Gina. And she had her cocktails. So (laughs) we had her set up on, I mean, she dedicated her life to me in the program, um, even though she was working 50 hours a week as a high level executive. But basically, what I want to say about her is that her she was in it to win it. Her mind was in the Clearly. right spot. We worked so hard to make sure that she could see it, believe it, achieve it. I mean, it was like mantra after mantra after mantra, and we just really ingrained in her head that she was going to lose this weight, and now was the time, and there was nothing that was going to stop her. So Aww. that is success number one that I love. Um, another success story that I love is a client who came to me when she had just turned 50. She originally had lost 20 pounds in her thirties doing kickboxing, very high intense with, with a crazy trainer. I actually know the trainer. Um, she's crazy intense. And she came to me because she turned 50 and started working with the trainer again. She had gained 20 pounds again and it didn't work. She did the boxing thing, the kickboxing for six months. She came to me. I put her on a higher fat diet actually, because she was like, very tired, had some adrenal fatigue, um, and was a stressed out CEO. So we got, we added some like avocados, nuts, quinoa seeds into her diet. And then we also had her doing half yoga, half Pilates, no strength training with dumbbells, no, no kickboxing, no cardio, just a more relaxed form of Mm -hmm. me time. And she lost weight like that. So Doing the old tricks sometimes don't work, and that's okay. We just have to adjust.
0: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love it so much. So let's switch gears. Now. You have a national television show. Tell us all about it.
1: Yay! So my ultimate goal in, in doing all of this, Gina, was because I wanted a health and wellness TV show to help women feel empowered to take control of their own health, their own fitness, their bodies, and to create their own definition of, quote-unquote, the perfect body and life. So season two of Step It Up With Steph is coming to PBS stations nationwide at the end of July. Yes! Yes! I'm so excited. We tackle issues such as insomnia, obviously weight loss. Um, We talk about... Working from home, since many people are doing that now, how to how to make that mental shift, and also how to make it um, make working from home work for you. And we cover a lot of topics um, with different food tips, workout tips, lifestyle tips, and also healthy hacks to, to make being healthy more accessible and attainable for you. And you know, there's like you know fifty tips per episode, Gina. And and I'm happy if you just take one.
0: <laughs> What's one of your favorite tips?
1: One of my favorite tips is being able to separate like when you're working from home being able to separate that office from the bedroom so it's like lights out but you know closed for biz is what i call it like mm-hmm. everything is closed off and i know you talk about that but you and glenn do that too mm-hmm. but teaching people who've never worked from home before how to do that because they're so used to that environmental separation mm-hmm. so being able to teach them how they can make their space more multifunctional. Um, was something that I I really enjoyed doing this season.
0: Oh, super cool. And obviously so, so needed. Mm -hmm. So I just, I got to have you tell some stories that I've already asked you about (laughs) in the past because you fascinate me, absolutely fascinate me. I'm obsessed with big audacious goals and results. And you had some big goals and you've like, I've just watched you check them all off, like check, check, check. And like your life is like other people's dream, just dream. And so um, I want you to share some of um, what you, some of your media goals were back in the day.
1: Yes. Okay. So back in the day, back even pre-Gina, which seems like I can't even imagine my life without you in it in some form or another. What, whether it be podcasts, your old radio show, you coaching me, <laughs> me signing up for the DIY programs, um, now on Instagram and, uh, and po- the podcast. Um, but you know, the goal was always to be on TV. I love live television. I love the impact that it has. I love how Everyone's got a TV and can turn it on. Um, And I was always very passionate about being on the news, giving people tidbits of healthy and um, like health and wellness things they could implement that day. So not only did I want my own show, but I also wanted to be on local TV stations um, and I wanted to be on national TV shows. So one of the things that I did, um, and I know this is the story you want me to tell.
0: Oh <laughs> my is- God, I'm obsessed. Everyone, I just, if you, I just want you to think about what what your big goal is, what your dream, what you think is out of reach, but you're still obsessed with. Like, so just like anchor in something for you because what she's going to share right now is going to help you manifest that.
1: So, all right, so keep going Steph. So, so I knew what I had to do. I knew, I knew that I had to come up with ideas. I had, and for myself, I put myself on a schedule. Every Tuesday was my pitch day. I was going to pitch to producers and editors of national TV shows and local, and give them 10, 10 ideas, 10 new ideas a week. I watched all these different shows and I, and I would write down the executive producer, the producer, I would Google them, figure out their email configuration and then send off an email. I did this every week for three years to over five different producers at the Today Show. And finally, after three years, one of them responded to my pitches and said, hi, Stephanie, I've been getting your emails for years. Love your ideas. We'd love, we'd love to have you on the show on Monday. Can you, are, are you available? And I was like, my God, what? (laughs) Finally. Um, Now, okay. I guess, I guess I wasn't like, I couldn't, it's not that I couldn't believe it. It was like, I knew it was going to happen. It was just a matter of time. So I was just like shocked that it was finally the time, you know? Um, So of course I did, I did it and um, it went great. And so then they've asked me back, you know, like six or seven times since then, but
0: you know. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Just slow your roll. So everyone, she had this dream to be on national television. She did her work and didn't give up. I think that's the thing I see with business, with weight loss, with, with all of it. It's like, we start, we want these super quick results. And it's like, if you have a dream, of course, everyone wants it faster. But like, does it really matter if it came three years later, like on a certain, like, doesn't it matter more if it never happens at all? right like if it right. takes you three years to lose your 25 pounds uh-huh. does it matter if you actually end up doing it? yeah you know, it's like she I mean did you ever like a year and a half in I don't know be like or four months in be like oh this is stupid like or were you just
1: yeah, like I, I'm crazy. I did I thought that I thought that every few months to be quite honest um you know not only did I have the Today Show producers. I had Good Morning America. I had a bunch of different talk show producers on my, on my list that I had compiled over the years. I was on LinkedIn with these people. I was pitching to local Chicago TV stations and, you know, I was getting bones thrown here and there. And eventually I was a regular on Chicago TV, but that had nothing to do with the Today Show producer, you know, wanting me on the show. It was because I kept showing up. I was consistent. And, and by the way, I never stopped believing that it would happen. Like I was so zoned in that this is like one of the things that I was put on this earth to do. I almost felt like I was, you know, not to be like super religious in in this context, but I almost felt like I was sinning if I didn't keep up with this. Like that's how that's a responsibility to live your purpose. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's why I kept I kept doing it, and and I knew someday somehow it had to work.
0: I so just out of curiosity, the the pitch that they ended up going with, did you think it was even like your best one?
1: Now some of the I mean, how does how, how to sneak in workouts around the house? Like lift laundry baskets over your head when you're doing laundry, like grab water bottles on the way out the door for a one pound weight. I mean, it's like some of these things that, that they want you for, I'm just like, really? You know? (laughs) And then was it
0: like the one you thought was like the best and most creative and well-crafted They like never even saw the light of day? I
1: honestly, Gina, I quit getting attached to the topics. I was just like, I got to come up with 10 new ones. All right, here we go. How fast can I do this? Because it's, it was never, it was never about like the most creative one. I, it was about like the right time and the right place. And like when they decided to open the email and when they had an opening, you know? So it's like, I see people that sit on these ideas for so long and I'm like, it doesn't even matter. Just start being visible. Like you say, start showing up, start Mm being in their inbox. If Mm -hmm. you're a pest, they'll tell you to
0: stop emailing them, you know? I mean, it's, and the same, the same goes with weight loss. I don't think that there's ever the perfect time to manifest an ego. There's never a perfect time to start a business or have a baby. And I mean, I'll get you like Glenn and I sort of have a rule, like nobody ever started a diet on a Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. But you can make the call to Steph and sign up for the package on Thursday okay. and start working out till Monday.
1: <laughs> you know, Gina, it's so funny because I've had really successful clients that come to me before vacation because they're like, OK, I just want to make sure I like have you in the bag and I have my spot reserved for after the vacation. And I'm like, well, that's great. But guess what? I would love for this stuff to marinate in your mind while you're on vacation. Don't implement yet. Do not implement just let it marinate and they come back and they're like so pumped to get going, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, like, they're happy that they know they're, they're ready to go. So I think it's okay for you guys to start dabbling in your diet on Thursdays, but you don't have to be full blown if, if that's not the best day.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think
1: it's, ab- it's
0: really, it's about making the decision that you're going to get the support. I think that's the other thing too. Like I would never be, consistent the way I am if I didn't invest in my weight loss journey. right? And right. so that I think that so many women, we, we just get cheap with ourselves because we're just told to like, well, we can do it on our own or we need to have more willpower or we just like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I used to get Angry for at myself Mm -hmm. for needing to hire a personal trainer because I was like, Do I really need someone to show me how to like walk on a treadmill? Like, it was like, it seemed ridiculous. And like, I'm just so grateful that I got to a place where I was like, You know, I have a lot of self direction in a Mm -hmm. lot of areas of my life. And this, even after stuff, I've been working out consistently now since basically the end of October. So what is this, June? So there's what, six, eight months?
1: eight, yeah. Uh-huh.
0: You'd think I would have thought that I would have like developed the habit on my own at yeah, this point. Yeah. I, know, I know how to do the moves at this point. I know what's coming. And I don't, it's just an area of my life I'm not self-directed with and I don't make myself wrong for it. And I choose to, you know, make the, the money so that I'm allocating that, 'cause money is energy. I'm allocating that energy into yeah. my physical well being. And so yeah. and it's also it's like a way for me to be taken care of. Like I think mm-hmm. women give so much. Like I don't have to think about how many reps I'm doing of something, you know? Oh, like I, right. like, I don't have to like wait. Am I was this the move? Am I doing this right? Is this the right combination of, you know? It's like hire a professional. Most yeah. of us are professionals that have been hired for something. Hire a professional and let yourself be taken care of. So yeah.
1: I love that you Yes, it's that you want you want someone to like have your back, and especially if it's an area of your life where you not only like didn't enjoy doing, but you're really frustrated in. Mm -hmm. I think it's this, it's a sign. I always say it's a sign of a smart, successful woman when she knows when to outsource and when to ask for help. I'm a personal trainer. I've hired personal trainers. I'm a Pilates instructor. I've hired Pilates instructors just because I want to turn my brain off and have someone else tell me what to do. And maybe I'll pick up a thing or two along the way. I have a regular session with my doctor of naturopathy, my nutrition doctor, even though I know nutrition. I mean, it's like these little things, even- This is random. I don't think you know this, but I started taking singing lessons. I wasn't practicing outside of my singing lessons, and I love singing. I just wasn't doing what the instructor said. So she ended up putting me sort of on this remedial path, um, which, you know, made me feel like I was back (laughs) in. great school but she was like we need to get to the bottom of why you're not practicing you know so it's just sometimes you just don't do stuff unless you've got the appointment or you've got the expert or you got the teacher there telling you to go so mm-hmm. I don't think it's anything you know I didn't feel bad about it I just felt like the remedial student and that was okay for me <laughs>
0: it's so it's it's just it's It's good for us to receive. And I think that like to receive the support, receive the guidance. And, you know, even though now I like know how to do the moves or so I think, Mm -hmm. it's like you can't like, I I know this as a coach, like clients get the most out of me when they work with me, not just over even a series of sessions or weeks, but of months and years. Like I like, I'm going to say something different anyways, like literally in today's session, he said something on an exercise that it was like, it's part of my warm up, So it's like, I do it like almost every day, but he said one thing to like activate one muscle group in a different, like he gave me a different visual for uh-huh. it. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's a different, like uh, it's a whole different experience. And if I wasn't with an expert yeah. who like knew me and my body and like could realize that like i was ready for this one news little sliver of information that changed it so much i was like yeah this this is great so i want everyone here to you know it was interesting i well i probably shouldn't say what i'm about to say oh hold on hold please no i'm gonna say it (laughs) so i Am and am not a fan of Tracy Anderson. Mm-hmm. And so I bought her metamorphosis thing at, during one of my, like, I'm going to get fit kicks. Yeah. And I went and put it in. And it was, there was like no beginner track. It was, yeah. it was like, it was my body had the experience of being brutalized. Yeah. And I felt like I felt not taken care of, shall we mm-hmm. say. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but she said one thing at the beginning of, the it was like the DVD at the time. So this was a hot minute ago. Um, and she said, "Every woman deserves to have a body she loves." Yes. And it was interesting. Like I feel that about romantic relationship. I feel that way about you know being financially healthy. Everyone deserves to have a career she loves. Everyone deserves to have the money she loves. You know a partner she loves. And it's like. I just what I was raised in an environment where you're not supposed to focus on what you look like so it was like almost this vain thing yeah. to be like and I thought huh and I ju- and, and I shelved it cuz I, I made other things priority and I like I shared it. it was in drama around this and now like in this prioritizing like abundance in every area of my life, including my physical well-being. I was like, yeah, I do deserve to have a body. And I was never a big body shamer, hater, yeah. whatever, but I couldn't have said like I loved my body.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And, and that's why I love, well, one of many reasons I love you, Steph, but like the work that you do, that you're so accessible and approachable, but also so knowledgeable and such an expert. So I want everyone, whether or not you decide to Contact Steph and and work with her and and get that one on one attention. Um, Do something today that is going to contribute to you also is having that body that you love, whether it's drinking more water, whether it's investing in a fitness program, um, something, whether it's like getting rid of clothes that don't fit you or like, you know, like do something to move yourself forward in giving your body, your body temple, the attention that she deserves.
1: Yes. I love that. And you know, Gina, before I was a weight loss coach, I, I called myself a body image and confidence coach. And I remember, you know, many of my business mentors you included were like, what does that mean? Like, what, what, what exactly does that mean? Um, you know, what, what results, you know, what are you giving Mm -hmm. them? And, and the weight loss is the hook, but really what's happening is we're improving body image and and self-confidence. Every little thing that we're doing that you're mentioning, all these self-care things, the drinking more water, the Um, You know, I encourage people to write down, you know, I I am cool on a sticky note, you know, whatever. Any little act of self-care, having more vegetables, going on a walk, it's boosting your self-confidence and your self-esteem. And it's creating a a more positive relationship with yourself. And one of my favorite examples I say is, you know, if someone moves in next door and if you don't like them, you're probably going to bring them over, you know, a plate of cookies and say hi and be nice to them but that's the only time you're going to be nice to them. If you don't like them, you know? So if you don't like your body, if you don't like yourself, you're going to do maybe one thing, but you're not going to be consistent. Why? Because you don't like yourself. You don't like your body. So people say, oh, I'll like my body or I'll like myself once I lose the weight. Well, Sorry, but we got to do them both at the same time in order Mm -hmm. for it to last. So, you know, I really believe in losing weight, yes, but also making it maintainable and making the weight loss last. And that happens through improving our, you know, body image and and self esteem and self confidence at the same time.
0: And and the consistency, I think that was the other thing that like my trainers really acknowledged in me. It's like, like, I just stopped making the excuses. I mean, unless I'm getting on a flight, in the morning and I can't like it's I I schedule all meetings, podcast interviews, any I schedule everything around my workout time when I used to always let that be the excuse. So Queens follow no excuses policy. Let's prioritize our our physical well being, but really it's about just living your your best life. And I know I wasn't living I had a great life and I wasn't living my best life when I was leaving prioritizing my physical well-being out of it.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you weren't living your best life when you felt deprived. Right. So right. it's, it's amazing. I love you're such an example for everyone too, yeah. by the way, it's like striking that balance, you know, and finding what works for you.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Totally, totally. Well, Steph, thank you so much. Tell everyone where they can find you, follow you, get with yes. you, what you got. You
1: can find and follow me at stepitupwithsteph.com and also on Instagram at Steph.
0: Awesome. my love awesome. And um, we'll put all of her juicy links in the show notes. Steph, thank you so much for being with us, inspiring us and making this whole weight loss thing accessible and easy.
1: Thank you, Gina. (laughs)
0: Oh my goodness, how much did you love, love, love this conversation? Please go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode right now. And I want you to tag me on Instagram and share with me what your biggest takeaway was. I love being in conversation with you, hearing from you, DM me. um, And I really love getting what is the one big takeaway that you got from this episode? Let me know on Instagram.